Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to connect Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who are interested in sustainability. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate each other. From gardening, to thrifting, to minimalism, to veganism, and everywhere in between. We are all on a journey to taking care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. That was weird. Okay. Here we go. Today's featured sustainable brown girl is Donnie Monk. She's an environmentally minded community planner. Donnie engages with different communities in upstate New York to vocalize non-point pollution and other community environmental concerns. Donnie serves as the Community Outreach Director for EcoThought, also known as Thoughts Against Climate Change. It is such a pleasure to have you here today, Donnie. No, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very appreciative of the opportunity to talk with you and meet you. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know, I've been following you for a little while now. And your Instagram, like your personal Instagram, is just so refreshing. It's like a breath of fresh air to see (laughs) someone who's like, you know, like in the culture and cares about the environment. Um, But before we get too deep into that, I always like to find out how you became interested in sustainability or environmentalism. Uh, It started at a young age. Um, I did a lot of science programs and um, I guess the moment for me was when I worked with the mayor Frank Jackson of Cleveland um, and I took my first college course in environmental science in high school and we basically went around and zoned the community and um, we looked at community projects and you know, assess whether or not it was good for our community or not. And that was for the inner city Cleveland kids. So what ended up happening is I got into college as a marketing major and was like, you know, this is not what I'm passionate about. That internship for like a straight three summers, like really shaped me into being more like passionate about my community. So I got involved at, you know, in college level, I changed my major to sustainability and then I hated the school, so I transferred out. And then I got really invested in it with my um, academics and just, I guess, my passion for people as well. <laughs> yeah, wow. So um, what school did you end up going to after you switched? Um, I go, well, I just graduated from the State University of New York College of Environmental Science and Forestry. I was very drawn wow. to it because <laughs> it's um, the first environmental college. Um, it was founded in 1911, and it's just really astonishing to like say, you know, I got my degree from there. <laughs> exactly, that's amazing. So, what are your goals now that you've um, graduated? Well, um, I'm waiting right now. I have um, an interview opportunity to be a neighborhood planner with the city of Syracuse. And then possibly um, we have some opportunities in downstate New York. So um, we're definitely expanding with EcoThought, which is really exciting for us. Um, You know, basically like environmental consulting with EcoThought. That's kind of what we're trying to go down the road of. So, I mean, I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Tell us more about EcoThought. What is it and why did you start it? 
Okay, so um, EcoThought, I didn't found it, but um, I did found a okay. section within it, the upcycling portion of EcoThought and the educational portion of it. Uh, my fiance actually founded EcoThought. Um, it was founded at our university. Um, it was for fun at first, and then we started to get serious with it. Um, it's really for a non-traditional environmentalist to have a community. Um, no matter where, what background you're really coming from, we, you know, we try not to specify. We try to be open for everyone, um, try to create an inclusive space. So, um, yeah, like EcoThought kind of was founded just, you know, as a community-based group for the school. And then it um, evolved out of the school when we got involved with the Adopt the Block program, um, and that's through Save the Raindrops. And... Basically, we're, you know, picking up pollution in the local community and we're taking that, like, some of that pollution, upcycling it, or we're, like, taking that pollution and properly disposing of it. And it's, like, partnered with the city of Syracuse. And, you know, that's kind of what it is now. Um, and we do, like, a lot of upcycling, um, upcycle art. I've made candles out of beer bottles. Um, wow. You know, we've literally take patches of clothes and you know I think our biggest thing with EcoThought is like always be like economically affordable um, we notice like there's a huge gap of affordable um, sustainable options for people of color and that's kind of like and beyond that beyond that group even um, it's a huge disparity of like sustainable resources so we're just trying to bridge that like gap of providing that like quality sustainable lifestyle but like with culture I guess so that's kind of what EcoThought is. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I love the culture part of it because um, I guess the sustainability movement, like the forefront kind of is like super white, you know, and you mainly yeah. just see this like box of sustainability. But to see you and your team put your own like spin on it is just like I said, it's just so refreshing. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> So how did your fiance, is he the one who came up with the name EcoThought? Yeah. Do you know how he came up with it? Well, I feel like thought is how he came up with it, man. I mean, it's pretty like, it was one of those self-explanatory things where, you know, mm -hmm. when you have like these names and I love what they're doing with the community, but like, you know, you have these brands, the names are like, you know, intersectional environmentalism. And, like it's a great brand, but like a lot of people like, probably aren't looking those like things up on the everyday basis. So, um, you know, we wanted a name that was like comprehensible along like different like groups of people. And, you know, I feel like that name kind of came because it was clever and fun, but also because um, it's like culturally related to a group, but you know, it could have a lot of backlash from it, but at the same time, it's not really a provocative word. It's just a phrase that can mean many things. So. You know, we wanted people to associate us as like those environmentalists over there. And like, you know, just we're never going to be like super traditional, um, but we're always going to be, you know, doing something that's, you know, better in our community. And that's its own form of like a new environmentalism. <laughs> that yes, explains it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So you mentioned earlier that you got involved with the city of Cleveland and the mayor. And I saw on um, on the EcoThought Instagram that you did a you helped organize the Syracuse cleanup conference and the mayor of Syracuse showed up. So how do you go about organizing those types of events? Um, it's really fun 
So you can do like community canvassing or we take the social media approach because uh, my fiance is really popular in school. Um, he has a lot of people that um, for one will join us because everyone at the school is environmentalist, which makes it very easy to outreach to that group right. of people. Um, but outside of that group of people, and it's been like, you know, fun, like really get to like, really getting to know this community, because I'm not originally from Syracuse. So, um, you know, just meeting new people and then just being like, hey, like, I'm with this group and we like clean up every like, we, we clean up bi-weekly in our neighborhood and we meet at this place and it's a playground and we're just basically trying to beautify it, make sure those kids like have a safe space and, you know, you know, it's been honestly amazing um, just going out and being very informal and very like sometimes even unintentional and it just has a great result. Um, it's always a great turnaround and yeah, it's just all of the opportunities to meet new people in the city is just, it's been a blessing. <laughs> yeah. So when you organize these events, do you, well, I saw on your website, you have a calendar with your events, but are there other ways that you, um, advertise for people to join? Um, yeah, so it's this local coffee shop, Recess Coffee. Um, we also have um, a couple other spaces that we just like kind of put our flyers up around the city. Um, so just put the flyers up in the neighborhood. Um, Recess Coffee, like they have this bulletin. Everybody goes there at least like once a week or at least once every three weeks, once a month. So I feel like when we put in our like monthly calendar, people are... Um, able to like see that and like you know it's bi-weekly so they have a whole month um and they know the events we're doing and like you know they can take a picture we put business cards in there once they are all gone like in a month we put like stickers there they're gone in like two days so i just wow. feel like um that community um really invest in us so that's how we target it we try to stick with our um community because we believe that um you know when it comes to like true community change and out of like a feeling of like coincidence with a lot of these climate change topics, um, it starts locally um, to feel, to build your local strength and local community. So I guess um, for me, I focus locally on like my outreach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that definitely <laughs> makes sense. Just getting different eyes on it, putting it, putting um, flyers in places that are frequently visited. That makes sense. How would you suggest to other people who wanted to create a similar program in their community? What advice would you give them? Um, my advice would be to go for it. Um, I'd say don't wait on politicians. Don't sign petitions. Like don't don't do these these you know these little acts and expect a big change and big outcome. Um, what I learned at my environmentally focused college is for true like environmental, like um, for a true environmental movement, like out of like these like bad situations with our environment, like we need to like be the people that are making those changes. Like we're voting these people in. So, you know, if we stop voting them in and like as, you know, young advocates, as like young politicians, we need to like stop being, we need to stop letting them hold us back and we need to start going out and getting the jobs. Um, you know, it's yes. a lot of excuses and a lot of people make a lot of things up and with that like shading over the media because, you know, people don't actually have an environmental degree. They don't actually know that like it's a job. 
job out there, but it's like, you know, you're not just going to like look up environmental studies job, you know, you have to like find what you're comfortable with and like, you know, and balance that and always be like evolving as, you know, as a brand, as a person, never stay stagnant. I feel like, you know, just if you can like evolve and instead of stepping into communities and saying, this is what I want to change, like listening to like what their needs are. I guess that's my exactly. Advice. What you really want to do is just listen first. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. You know, it's like you said, don't wait on politicians because, you know, we can do our part voting and stuff, but we can't rely on politicians to do their part, you know, because they're just unreliable, you know. Um, so it's so important that we do go out and try to make a difference ourselves in our own communities. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what is your vision for EcoThought going forward? Oh, yeah, our vision. So um, right now we have a couple routes we're going. Um, we have a cultural fair. <laughs> so we're trying to get basically my outreach. I'm trying to expand the outreach. So we're going in the route of we're not going to do like Instagram infographics. Um, we just we, mm-hmm. we don't roll like that. But <laughs> we're definitely going we're going to be creating like downloadable brochures um, and informational like PDF for print, um, like crossword puzzles, possibly um, partnering with different people, possibly coloring books, just taking um, we're, we're trying to like create a digital space that's really accessible for people. So kind of like, you know, these little like things that you grow up on, like in the inner city, like in schools, like cool math. Um, and it, I feel like that might have been outside of my community. But like, you know, the the sites that you went to as a kid that like had, you know, games and coloring books and things like that, like that's still a thing. And like we're trying to basically just expand it for environmentalism. And right now, like we do have our game on there um, and that's already getting worked on by different programmers. And that's like a team of like three people, which is great. And like, you know, you know, we're trying to like basically hopefully get into like the LMS system. Um, we're trying to really educate people. Um, you know, it's not just a show. I feel like so for us as an evolving thing, um, just really taking our consulting um, down a more digital path since everything went digital. You know, you have to be with the time. And yeah. Yes. You. Exactly. Also, <laughs> and like for fun, um, we we're doing like a lot of Instagram um, filters. So right now we've been like creating filters, um, creating music just for fun, um, going down those routes, creating like a pathway for those things. <laughs> yes, I love that. I saw your rap on Instagram. That was amazing. <laughs> I just hope uh, yeah. that you're having fun with it. Uh-huh. I, you know, I just see something and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do it. Like, and I feel like my audience is growing from it. It's definitely slow, but it's because, you know, I am an honest soul and like, I, I don't like flatter my page. Um, it is hard to grow as, you know, as micro of an influencer I am, but it, I do hope one day I can like be influential, but you know, with that crowd of people, it's going to always be hard with, you know, environmental communication. Yeah, Yeah, right. And I think that as time goes on, um, especially in the Black community, because it kind of seems like we're a little bit slower moving towards environmentalism, 
but you make it so relatable that I think that you'll be able to get, you know, a lot more people to um, be interested in what you're doing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my last question for you is, what does it mean to you to be a sustainable brown girl? Hmm. You know, I'd like to, I guess, I was just talking about this, um, and I was thinking about a lot of things associated with sustainable, and I just, I give, because of my background with education, I feel like I get very technical with it. <laughs> so um, I guess when I, like, how I explain, like, sustainability and being a brown girl, um, I, you know, I'd have to consider all the components of sustainability, um, the people, the economy, and the environment, um, and I, I just don't think that it's, um, it's something as simple as like buying like a sustainable like toothbrush. I, I, I love my bamboo toothbrushes, but um, mm-hmm. I do think it's, it's more evolved. And I think that it's, you know, when you're like being a sustainable brown girl, you're, you're considering all of your life culture, all of your upbringings. And I feel like you're making it like work for you and also like for the planet and you know for other people and if you can like create a lifestyle where you're combining all three of those things and like your culture number one um i feel like that's how you can truly achieve like your like you know your feeling of that you know i don't know (laughs) like that makes sense that makes sense no, yeah, I feel like my, my explanation is a little bit different because I, <laughs> I go by that true definition. But um, no, yeah, I feel like like putting it into perspective, um, you know, embracing like, you know, even like taking like, uh, I don't even know, it's like upcycling your old like butter container, like it goes deep back into like black culture, like, you know, like those cookie tins and like putting pins and buttons in it, you know, like I just... I feel like that's a sustainable brown girl because it encompasses all three of those pieces, but it's not like you have to do this, like one thing to be considered this. And I, I swear that's why I love your brands. Like you're very like, like you're all, you're all over the place with your branding. I love it. It's, it's really like, it's beautiful for like young women to see um, and other women to be inspired by. It's truly inspiring. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. and definitely. I mean, likewise, I'm definitely inspired by you too. I love the way that you encompass culture and environmentalism, like I've been saying, and it's just so <laughs> relatable. And I wish you the most success. Thank you. Um, now, tell us where everyone can find you online. Oh, yes, yes. So my website's doing a renovation right now, so that's not going to be up. (laughs) But um, ecothought.com, we'd like people to check that out first, always um, to see just what we're up to. Um, Also, um, Irfidani on Instagram. I don't get on Twitter, but you can follow that. (laughs) Um, And Facebook, we have Ecothought, and we have Instagram. We try to be on all platforms. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, that's YouTube, Ecothought for any of our blogs. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you can find us. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today, Donnie. It was such a pleasure having you here. 
No, thank you, Ariel, for having me. This was truly a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share it if you loved it and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at Sustainable Brown Girl and check out our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. Until next time, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.